Hey, what up, guys? It's your main man, Coach Richie Rich, aka the Man of Steel. Welcome back to my life that I live one step, one rep at a time. Let's get to it, shall we? When it's nights like this, I really wanna be right here. I really wanna take you there. When it's nights like this, I really wanna be right here. I really wanna take you there. Yo, good afternoon guys, or should I say good evening, it's 6.43 in the evening, it's also Sunday the 14th of June, I know this day off by heart because come tomorrow over here in the UK, if you don't wear a mask on public transport, you get in fined, so the pressure is on over here to feel safe and to find out what's the new normal, what is the new social, socially acceptable um, way to be, live and interact with everybody. Um, there are mixed feelings. I certainly have mixed feelings on this. I wonder if through the situation will it breed a sense of hostility towards one another because they don't want to catch this virus that everybody will be catching at some point or will it spark a different form of social interact uh, social interaction where people will be respectable towards each other, polite and considerate. Who knows? We'll have to find out, I guess, um, over the next coming weeks, starting from tomorrow, and then over the next coming months. So who knows? As you can tell, I'm outside. I'm in a nice little garden area outside of my house, in a park, and I thought, let's reflect on today's activities and let's talk about what's gone on today and be outside for a change rather than being inside. It's not too warm, so it's bearable. I've been out earlier with my dog, there are people out here playing ball and just enjoying life. So, thought why not? Let's talk outside for a change. <sighs> it is good to be outside, I won't lie. I do enjoy being out in nature. Um, I love being by water. I have really bad hay fever, but I don't do myself any favors by still sitting outside. But you know, it is what it is. There are bigger things to worry about. So let me not digress. So today's been an interesting day. Uh, we had our Black Lives Matter protest in Leeds today. I live in Leeds, West Yorkshire. For those of you who don't know, that's Leeds, West Yorkshire in the UK. So my ex-wife is, well, when you Google search it, she shows up as one of the, one of the co-founders of the BLM movement in Leeds. So I saw her there, but I, I kept my distance. No, no animosity, but no drama. Just, you know, keep it moving. And I had to do my 2 p.m. Zoom call, my reach out call. And it was interesting because I did it, you know, just before the protest started. And um, I flipped the screen around and let people see because the people I, I get on the Zoom call, they stretch across the UK and sometimes fortunately across the world. So I wanted to show them how we were moving and uniting over here in the UK, over here in West Yorkshire Leeds. And I'm aware that West Yorkshire Leeds has a, a large um, BAM 
so that's black and Asian minority uh, group and we have a, a really big black um, what's the word I'm looking for there are a lot of black people over here you understand so um, but you don't really know how much until something like this happens uh, so around 2.30 it kicked off in a good way and it was really really cool to see how many people turned up to listen turned up to stand together turned up to take a knee in silence turned up to show their support and their, their understanding of what's going on in the world right now thanks to the fact that the world has been put on pause due to COVID-19 that everybody can say they've bared witness to the atrocities that have been going on for a long time in black culture anyway but they've they've had no choice but to see this so therefore on the TVs and listen to it on the radio so therefore they turned you know a lot of people turned up today and we all took a knee in silence we all listened we all spoke there was some music we all listened to the message that was spoken through music we all um, we didn't kick off there was no drama there was no fighting now what's really important about it is on my way to this movement there was another group of white folk surrounding a statue um, near the town hall um, and police had basically formed a barricade around them because it had come out that these guys had turned up ready to kick up fuss with us who were protesting ready to make shit pop do you understand like all we had from what I heard and again this is from what I heard that all we had to do was a large group of us just walk in that direction and it was ready to kick off so there were police barricades to separate which ways we should go back when we finish and I was really I'm really proud of our people because we're very passionate people yeah and we're not scared of anybody no and we will fight for what we believe in right and the human nature alone will do that and you carry a lot of black people together in one place they will fight f from from a place of heart courage and passion and we won't stand to be bullied but we held our head up and we we didn't stoop to the level to start a riot so that the media could paint a picture and say that we're all fighting each other and when i say we're all fighting each other i mean blacks whites you know asians we're all fighting each other so that the media can paint a negative picture and then let our words be silenced we didn't do that instead we held our heads up and we just walked around the problem and made our way to peace which is home you know and that was when I left around quarter to five and I don't know if anything kicked off afterwards but in the time that I was there from the time that I left it was just peaceful you know we made our point we want to be heard you can't kneel on our you can't kneel on our necks and call it justice you can't silence us by um, all these you know right wing departments or right whatever these people you know national front right wing people trying to trying to make noise and threaten you can't you bullies will be stood up to bullies will be stood up to and 
I'm not a fan of people protesting and damaging stuff. You know, rioting and looting, I'm not a big fan of it. But I understand that sometimes in order to be heard, you have to make some noise. And you have to... You have to... You have to hit them where it hurts to get their attention. Once you get their attention, you then deliver the message. And yes, maybe the, 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 the way we've gone out to get their attention hasn't been what they expected. But you know, after watching today and the way we carried on and the way we were in support and the way we were just talking in a way to let our voice be heard. And I know it was on the news because I saw the media there. I'm very proud to say I was part of it. It's gonna be a day, it's gonna, it's gonna go down in history. And you know, we were there, we were part of it. And you know, I, I made a joke with my friend because you know, racism is there and so is ignorance. And I said, you know, the funny thing about this moment is that when we talk about our, talk to our kids about it, there are gonna be a group of people who say, man, 2020 will be known as the day where it was publicly known to make sure you wash your hands and wash your face so you don't get infected by the coronavirus. And this small writing at the bottom, racism matters too, or Black Lives Matter, will be there at the bottom. Do you understand? It will be right there in the corner, like it, like it was just, like it was a byproduct of corona. You know, like it was, oh, and also don't forget this. And I laughed and I said, because that, that's a possibility that it could happen because let's face it, this stuff has been pushed under the rug for a very long time and people still act surprised that this is real, you know? And um, they were also, you know, was having conversations because there were a lot of mixed race, um, interracial couples that were there. And I, and I was talking to my friend and his girlfriend and I was like, do you reckon after all this, these people who are standing here today, will they, if they see an injustice, do you reckon they'll step forward? And you know, the painful truth of it is that we thought maybe out of all these people, a quarter, a quarter might jump in. And these quarters are the ones who are they, uh, in, in interracial relationships, they'll step up. Because, you know, their grandkids are now, you know, mixed race or dual heritage as they call it. So they'll have to step in for that. But will they step in because they believe it's wrong? Uh, to be continued is the best, you know, was the response, you know, on that. And just by thinking about that, I just thought to myself, well, you know, if we do what we're doing now and we just keep trying to make a point, even if our generation don't see a change, our children's, children's generation may see a change because let's face it, when this all started once upon a time, they probably didn't, they, they didn't do it for their, their, their time. They did it for the generation and the generation and the generation and the generation after this time. And what we're doing is not for our time, it's for the generation and the generation and the generation's time afterwards. You know, and that maybe at some point, equality and diversity won't just be something that needs to be ticked off um, so that your company adheres to certain policies and processes which seem right for human rights it will actually be a thing where equality and diversity is larger than just work habits or just a thing on an application form you know uh, that's why we're doing it and today marked for me a step forward 
or a step in general and i'm just proud to be part of it and i wanted to share that with you guys you know Um, because today's been a great day and today's been a thoughtful day and today's been a day of reflection Uh, i got a lift back surprisingly because i plan to walk and i got a lift back you know and a friend of mine we were talking in the car uh, we're quite open-minded people where, you know, we, we, I grew up in East London where racism was a thing and then it got better as we got older, you know, and, you know, I've got white friends that I grew up with from primary school and I've got black friends and I've got Asian friends, I've got all kinds of friends and I'm very, very, do you know what I mean, we're all people, doesn't matter what colour you are, you know, and although my ex-wife is a black woman um, and my kids are black, you know, African children, you know, dating, I've dated white people and I've dated Asian people and you know I've dated different races not because I get around but because you know the color of your skin doesn't matter to me it's the color of your heart that matters to me you know but um you know in this situation there was we we were me and my boy was talking and we were talking about how you know we've been we've started to feel apprehensive towards you know dating white women in the future because we don't know where their mindset is you know, there is this thing in the dating, online dating, where black men are considered a taboo, and I'm guessing black women are too. You know, we're considered a taboo. I've never been with a black person before. So we're, we're matched and in the swipe right industry. We're matched because we're black. We're not matched on conversation, or we're not matched on, you know, who we are. We're matched on because we're black. And if you've got beard and a tattoo, if you've got beard and tattoos, or if you've got a fat ass, you know, even better, you know, or you, if you mix race with green eyes, oh my God, do you know? So it's like a, it's, it's like a tick box. And we were thinking, wow, I don't know about you, bro, but I'm feeling kind of funny now around my white friends because I don't know how they look at us now. Do they look at us as people or do they look at us as to signify that they're not racist, to signify that they have diversity in culture, to signify that they want to learn something new? Or do they just like us because of who we are? Do you know what I mean? Are we being picked? to be dated because we look good as an individual, because of our upkeep, because of the way that we dressed, because of the, you know, the way, how well-groomed we are, or is it like the movie Get Out, where we're a taboo, we're a luxury, we're, we're an accessory to be in the in-crowd, mixed-race babies or Blackenese kids and stuff like that, like, which one are we? I know these are the conversations we were having and what's scary was because of the way we are well the way we were mentally and emotionally before this happened we have now started to think like this and my ex-wife is very very pro-black she's all you know she's very very black power and everything you know and and i've always been like don't be so like that man like be open-minded not everyone is like this there are people who are taught this way and you know they've acted this way because of generations they're not all like this but you know when you see so much ugliness in this world and it's one race versus another race you can't help but wonder are you the one who's walking with your blinkers on and not the rest of the world and me and my boy are talking and as we're talking i'm thinking are we the ones who are walking with blinkers on are we the ones that are not seeing the world for what it is and maybe we should stick to our own kind or maybe we should be more closer to our own people for protection and security and you know in case shit goes sideways unity like why are we trying to why are we trying to teach the world to be open-minded and 
not see the world in different shades of grey and black why are we trying to paint a rainbow in the world you know and like for example there were people at the protests who were like LGBT and Black Lives Matter and I was you know we were having a conversation like this isn't about that right now this is about Black Lives Matter LGBT yes is a thing we know that that you know we, we, we fight for them and we you know we advocate for them and we want them to be respected and everything like that but this ain't about that right now all lives matter it's not about that right now it's about black lives matter it's about an injustice which we have witnessed and we have been witnessing over and over and over and you guys have painted a picture over it to say it's eh, you know everybody's going through it there are other things that are going on you know we've painted the whole coronavirus and you guys are out there black lives matter when right now we should be worrying about isolation so we can get back out into the world you're gonna get let out into the world anyway you're gonna get let into the world eventually but racism is not going to be abolished eventually from the way it's looking you gonna keep painting it over i watched this documentary by dev chappelle on netflix that my brother told me about eight minutes 46 i suggest you check it out you know we're dealing with people who say just shut up and dribble now yeah fair enough that's one person who said it but that one voice is going on all over the gaff there's that cowboy on twitter one of the far-right movement dickheads part of my language who you know wanted to get a mass of people to come down and boycott the london protest to cause it into something violent so the media can paint it as see it's violence it's not spreading a message so it just made me wonder and made me start thinking more about you know seeing the world for what it is and right now it's ugly it's very ugly yes there are good people out there but lately a lot of ugliness has been taken over more than the beautiful you know and when i was doing my zoom call today i was talking about how we have to endure because we have been enduring and in this moment in this time that we're going in we're fighting but we have to endure and I guess it leads to the question how long must we endure it for or when does it get better who knows right I don't even know what am I what's going what can we do to to make it better maybe we should just stop um, bullshitting and keep it real and let those who are not about it step to one side and let those who are genuinely about peace and unity and equality and diversity and reunited everybody as people and that was a complexion step forward if you saw a woman being beat up in the street would you not get involved and say stop it and the more people who do that the less women will get battered in the street if you saw a kid being bullied would you not step in and say stop it and the more people who step in and say stop it the less people will be bullied in the street if you saw a house being burgled would you not call the police whether the person is white or black the more people who do that the less burglaries are going to be if you if you saw somebody abusing their power yeah just to prove a point which is not even needed would you step up and say that's an abuse of power or would you kick back because you don't want to be on the receiving end of it too because the more people who step up the less it's going to happen and then if you saw a white person or a black person or an asian person being treated differently or discriminated because of the color of their skin would you not step in and save that person's life because if you did maybe the more people would be alive now
Because if you saw a woman being treated because of her sex, you'd step in and there would be different policies and laws put in place. If a child was being abused, you would step in and then there'd be different laws and things put in place. So if you see a person of color, whether you're white, whether you're black, whether you're Asian, being treated injustice because of the shade of their skin or because of the culture they come from or because of the religion they come from, why don't you just step in? Because the more people who step in, the more something can be done about it. But that's just my thought. And I'm not talking about it as a hypocrite because I don't like bullies. I have been bullied when I was younger. I had been bullied a lot when I was younger. I don't like my children bullying themselves or other people. I don't like being, I don't like people being teased. And I think the problem is right now, banter makes it, makes it, banter makes racism or sexism or people taking the piss out of religion acceptable because they call it banter and i know that i'm a victim of i know that i'm a culprit in that because me and my black folk would be laughing saying this nigga this this nigga that banter you know black people always like banter i, I run real fast because of black banter i got big feet you know so you know what that means banter we need, we need a white friend because when the police pull us over somebody's going to talk to the police banter Asian people stick together you jump one you jump them all banter but it's not right is it and it's not acceptable and it needs to stop at that point there because if it stops there yeah and you draw the line there then respect and acknowledgement and you know there'd be a change you know there'd be a shift in mentality towards how people should be seen and respected if that makes sense anyway um (laughs) that was a serious and a long one uh just thoughts running through my head sharing with you guys i did um, an interview the other day uh or a chat on Insta Live, and somebody asked me, the person asked me, Mandy, lovely person, she asked me, um, what's different about when you do your podcasts versus when you do your YouTube videos? I said, well, with my YouTube videos, it's motivational speaking and it's inspiration. With my podcast, it's me talking. It's me talking about stuff that matters to me stuff that I've experienced it's a conversation it's me sharing thoughts that are running through my head so it was a, this was a thought <laughs> that was running through my head it's probably one of the few times where you'll hear me sound so serious on a podcast without all the jokes but you know like my dad always said when I was growing up there's a time for play and there's a time to be serious this was a time to be serious Anyway, guys, like I always say, live your life one step, one rep at a time. Think strong, be strong. And remember, impossible is nothing. Peace.